Back up, please. Hello and welcome to the 17th episode of Busy Nation Dhando Takko Rokro. This is Ritika and I have my co-host Abhishek with me. Hello everyone. It's 6.30 in the morning, believe it or not, and we shall be talking about the budget. Yes. What are the odds of that happening? We'll talk about the railway budget following with the union budget. Yep. And our Railway Minister Lalu Prasad Yadav has declared that 2007-2008 will be the year of cleanliness. Did you know that? Uh, no, I did not, but <laughs> thank you. Well, the sanitation, you know how it is in the Indian uh, railways. Yeah. But more importantly, an outlay of 31,000 crore rupees, that's approximately more than $600 million for this railway budget, and he's promised quite a few things, starting with revamping the New Delhi railway station for which he's earmarked 15,000 crores and the three other stations. Yes, New Delhi, Mumbai, Patna and Sikandrabad are to be turned into world-class stations. And he has given uh, quite a few concessions this time. He has increased the senior women citizens' concession to 50%. He has given 50% concessions to the AIDS patients. Mm. He has made a travel free for girl uh, students. He has given fair concessions to students traveling to their hometowns till class 12th. So there was quite a concession bonanza. He has also decreased the rates to a certain extent between 5 to 14% for the first class as well as second class hmm. travel. He has started some 10 more Garib Rats. But there is a school of thought which says that the condition in which people already travel in these Garib Rats have to be bettered because they are in absolutely abominable uh, conditions. But you'll have to give a couple of uh, points to him because he started a program called Buttocks Won't Hurt program. You know okay. what that means. Now, for the first time, the production of wooden seats will stop completely and all unreserved second class compartments will have cushioned seats. So your buttocks oh, won't hurt. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever his critics say, but, mm. you know, he has gone ahead and done it. And I don't think that, you know, such importance was ever given to the railway budget as it is given after uh, Lalu Prasad Yadav has become the minister. Maybe it is his, you know, showmanship or whatever. Suddenly, railway budget is hot. I mean, he is uh, an entertaining presenter. <laughs> <laughs> I am sure he can give any stand-up comedy and run for his money. And like uh, after... not, not many know that Ritika herself does a very good impersonation oh, of please, Lalu Prasad no, Yadav. I do not do any, any such oh, thing. I don't do any such thing. But there is a funny anecdote. Uh, after the budget speech, it was over, he was getting interviewed by some journalists mm -hmm. and they asked him that you're accused that you started a train from Patna, from your Sasural. Huh. So in his unique style, he says that when Shaha Jaha apni bivi ke liye Taj Mahal bana sakta hai, to hum apni bivi ke Sasural se train nahi chala sakte. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> 10 on 10 uh, for you. <laughs> so you in fact he had these funny translations that he was doing in English and uh -huh. man he is uh, not a very modest man <laughs> <but> <laughs> he's funny nevertheless you bet he has also made a lot of provisions for the automation of tickets and uh -huh. ticket vending machines go Mumbai card smart cards etc he started e-tickets as well 
So next time, if you're on an ATM, you get a chance to book your tickets through ATMs, post offices and petrol bombs as well. And he has also decided to link all the railway stations by call centers by the next year. Mm. And he has also come out with the idea of green toilets by 2009. Green toilets. So he is also planning multi-level parking and lifts and escalators for some odd stations. He's got some ambitious plans, like you said, about bringing in technology. Now our TTEs, the ticket collectors, will have handheld palm tops. So next time, if you are on a waiting list and if a couple of passengers don't turn up, so it will look up which bogey, konsa bogey mein kahan pe nahi hai, and it will allot you that seat. So all your TTEs will have handheld computers from next year, mm, which is cool. And his most populist move mm-hmm. is, of course, said to be the decision that all the coolies will now be promoted as gangmen. Ah. And all the gangmen will be promoted as the people who man the railway crossings. Okay. So, And this is how he is planning to man all the unmanned crossings uh-huh. and reduce the number of accidents. Coolies are rejoicing because they'll be actually given the status of class 4 uh, employee, employee and they'll be getting a lot of benefits. Of course, this is going to put a lot of pressure on the exterior of the railways, uh-huh. but it's a very good decision for these coolies, so they are very happy. And moving on from... Uh, Lalu Prasad Yadav to P.C. Chitambaram, not as flamboyant as Lalu Prasad Yadav, <laughs> but has come out with a people-friendly budget nevertheless. I mean, that's the most important thing in an election year. Mm-hmm. So The best thing about it is, and what people like me and you are happy about, is that he has raised the IT exemption limit. Mm. to a great extent. So now for guys it will be 1.5 lakhs and for women it will be 1.8. And also he has increased other slabs now from from 1.5 to 3 lakhs will be charged at 10%, from 3 to 5 lakhs at 20% and 5 plus by 30%. So that's going to reduce tax liability to a great extent. And, of course, going to uh, increase the disposable income of people hmm. and growth and economy and blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. blah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like always, the experts who are also called the skeptics are not very happy. They are drawing parallels with countries like China and USA, which are much advanced than we are. And in China, a person earning up to 56,000 rupees, that is direct conversion, pays a tax. And in the US, it's about uh, 1.36 lakhs. Whereas in India, which has still got a lot more catching up to do, you are exempting people who are earning less than uh, 1.5, which is much uh, above all of all these countries. <clears throat> and taxation is one of the primary income generating sources for the government. And uh, Chidambaram says we'll seal that off. So where do you get the money? Yeah, what, the he, is? what he says is that when the tax liability of people decreases, then they become more compliant uh, of the taxation because the cost of evading the tax is then higher than actually paying the taxes. Also, with the coming of service tax, many other services have come under the tax net. So the overall tax collections have increased and he's hoping that by reducing the limits, Mm-hmm. More and more people will come out and pay their taxes, so their collections are anyways going to increase. Right. And, I mean, uh, of course, there is always, you know, there is a joke that there is never an economist with one hand, <laughs> so there is always the other hand. <laughs> You'll always find an economist saying that, 
on one hand uh, this is going to increase the inflation yes. but on the other hand it is going to uh, put more money in the pockets of the citizens yeah so i mean that's always there hmm. but uh, what we have to remember is that uh, politics and economics yeah they but have to they go are hand in hand yeah, exactly so this is an election year and <laughs> this had to be done that's right and the bigger one was not only the middle class voting population shall be happy but also the agricultural community where the government has decided to waive off a huge 60000 crore debt so in other words all the farmers who have uh, borrowed from banks like icici and other institutional investors formal official lenders basically everything is waived yes not all the farmers but mm-hmm. uh, marginal farmers who hold up to 2 hectares of land their loans will be waived off and the government is offering a good 25% write off on the top 20% holdings as well means the richer farmers which was not a very good move Uh, uh, yeah, he is offering uh, some twenty-five percent waiver for a mm-hmm. one-time settlement, but there will be right. very few farmers affected because mm-hmm. one-time settlement is a big amount. But then, on the or, other hand, there are a good forty million farmers who should benefit from this. Is what I yes, yes. I mean, they will benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the skeptics say is that you know. I like Some the word skeptic argument. <laughs> what will happen to the farmers uh, who have taken money from private lenders or private institutions? Oh, There is no way. I mean, how can you keep an account of no, all can't. the people who lend and give waivers? It is not possible, right? So whatever has been done. Uh, so even in this case, there is a good 48.6 percent of uh, farmers who are indebted, and out of that. The forty-two point three percent they've borrowed from money lenders, traders, relatives, friends, and like you say, you can't uh, have an account of all of this. I mean, of course, this is not the solution because I mean, this is just a one-time thing that yeah. you're doing. If you really want to improve the conditions, it will be by doing more allocation to irrigation hmm. projects or. by uh, boosting the lending from credible institutions rather than people going to money lenders they can call mohammed yunus of gramin bank to <laughs> consult because he's turned around bangladesh uh, yeah but he will definitely disapprove of this kind of waiver yes. because he is totally against charity he says i would rather create entrepreneurs by lending them money and asking them to repay me I'm interested, but that's microfinance. But let's not get there. Yes. <laughs> and what about the banks who have lent yeah. money? Government is saying that you are not going to get back the interest amount at all. What we'll do is we'll give you cash and we'll give you issue some bonds to you for the principal amount that you would have written off as bad debts in the first place. So be happy that we are the farmers would never have given back the money to you. So we are at least giving you the principal amount. Yeah, the banks are actually happy about it. <laughs> They are not minding it at all. Yep. Also, some other agricultural friendly initiatives that he has taken is that irrigation scheme has been allocated uh, some 500 crores, and LIC ha- is going to cover all the small help groups of women that are linked to the bank. And apart from agriculture, he has set aside some money for AIDS program, and he has given a five-year tax holiday for hospitals, which are to be set up in tier two and tier three cities. Mm. That's going to boost healthcare in small towns, and people will not have to travel to larger distances. That's right. And on another note, the entertainment industry is unhappy that they did not get a five-year tax holiday, and that they were neglected. So all the filmmakers were quoted as saying that it's a good budget. Chidambaram has done everything except announcing the election date, but we we do not get anything again for this year. 
which is actually a fact because mm. entertainment tax in us 60% in maharashtra if i'm not wrong high yeah it's it's big mm. but also uh, the bad news for stock market and the stock market tumbled when the budget was being announced because <laughs> the short term capital gains tax which stood at 10% has been increased to 15% in this budget uh, help me understand what short term capital gains tax is so basically if i buy a share at 10 rupees today and i sell it at 12 rupees tomorrow so that means i have got a 20% profit so now uh, yes 15% of the 20% profit will be taxed is what you're saying right oh, and okay. i mean that is if you sell your shares within one year of purchasing it that is when the short term oh. capital tax is attracted so uh, this will uh, curb the uh, speculation speculations yeah and increase long term investment which is a good move i guess hmm all these uh, budget friendly or that election friendly budget yes. is going to take a toll on our fiscal deficit and mm-hmm. the date for the 00 fiscal deficit was 2009 mm-hmm. but we are not going to meet our target it's going to fall to 2.5% but not to zero which is also very debatable fiscal deficit which is uh, in layman's terms the difference between what government earns and what it spends and it, uh, it's expressed as a percentage of the gdp they are saying that it's 2.5% of the gdp but that's well over over 4.6% because it does not include the 60000 crore debt waiver it does yeah. not have all those food fertilizer oil subsidies which the government has passed on to the manufacturers so that's another 1% so it's it's well over 4.6% so we are again not going to meet the deadline or the date or whatever by a big margin we are going to miss that one as well yes that's true and uh, finally uh, some things that are going to cost lesser and something that are going to be costlier cars and processed foods and two wheelers and medicines are going to cost lesser and mobiles are going to be costlier basically the excise duty has been cut from 16% to 10% and also there has been an overall uh, custom duty reduction on imports on project imports of 2.5% the customs duties paid on the goods which are imported and even the excise on all manufactured goods have been reduced to 14% so mm. this is going to make manufactured things a little bit cheaper because excise is a duty that is paid on the goods that are manufactured but i'm not sure if uh, the car makers will pass that benefit on to the customers i believe they will want to retain the margin it might just but, uh, most of the car manufacturers have come out with a statement that they are going to pass the benefit hmm. to the customers the point is that by making all these cars cheaper they will be putting more and more burden on the city infrastructure and there has been absolutely no talk about investment in infrastructure budget which Good is a point. big big blue hole and mumbai ke liye to kuch hai hi nahi but <laughs> that we always keep crying but um, there is no so parking space in other words right parking space road sizes and all yes. that yes also one more bad news for some domestic uh, software business is that the packet software duty has been increased from 8 to 12% so the domestic software business will be impacted but on the other hand the wireless and data cards excise duty has been waived off so these are going to become cheaper do you think you know what i have this question now ringing in my head now the finance minister has put more money in our pockets 
in the middle class and he's making the goods cheaper and the inflation is around 5.5% and uh, we are walking that proverbial tight rope because we've got more money with us which is i mean we can pull put that back into the economy do you think inflation ka kuch tension hoega baad mein होएगा अभी तो देर आर मेनी एंटी इन्फ्लेशनरी मेजर्स विद द गवर्नमेंट इज एनी वे स्टिकिंग लाइक दिस टाइम द आरबीआई डिड नॉट डिक्रीज द इंटरेस्ट रेट्स इवन दो द फेड दैट द फेडरल दैट इज द यूएस बैंक हैड डिक्रीज्ड द इंटरेस्ट रेट्स बट स्टिल इंडिया डिड नॉट बिकॉज इफ दे विल डिक्रीज द इंटरेस्ट रेट देयर विल बी मोर मनी इन हैंड्स ऑफ पीपल एंड इन्फ्लेशन इंक्रीजेस एंड इफ यू सी दैट द इन्फ्लेशन टुडे इज not so much due to the money supply but it is more due to higher prices of the essential goods mm-hmm. so it will more be prevented by agricultural reforms mm-hmm. than by curbing the money supply you know you're talking like gurcharandas <laughs> <laughs> the ex vp md of png worldwide ah, and uh, a capitalist right. <laughs> but you're right agricultural reforms and uh, and of course i mean the price of oil always plays a very big hand in inflation so that's any is going to drive the inflation and no, not many oil selling companies are happy because the government has refused to raise any petrol diesel and cooking gas prices and so they're losing they've lost up to a good 70000 crore yeah. of rupees so that's why you know we discussed in a couple of podcasts ago about how they are going into non core activities like retail and movie rentals and all that yeah but uh, you remember there was a professor who had come to our college once mm-hmm. and he was very supportive of the decision that the oil prices should not be hiked from all his arguments he always seemed like a communist mm-hmm. but uh, his argument was that if you do not raise the oil price then what happens mm-hmm. your companies which are mostly the psus the oil companies they lose a lot of money it's it's a company bleeding and it's the government's uh, money and the government's money is people's money it's the tax paid by people right so it's a round circle so anyway it is the people's money that is getting lost hmm. on the other hand if you increase the oil price hmm. then again people are going to pay more and it is again the people's money so why do you want to increase the price and also that it is only people like us the economist who will sit in a room and say that you know it's a bad decision that the uh, oil price has not been increased you go and ask any common man however educated he is mm-hmm. first reaction is shah do rupees se bada diya petrol so he says that it's always a good move not to increase the oil price i mean that is his argument but oh. i oh. feel that if the common man i mean today uh, we we do talk from business perspective and say that the psus are losing money and all that but any common man will never want petrol prices to increase and he'll always want it to be cushioned i agree i ride my bike a good 60 kilometers every day so i would second <laughs> that <laughs> So that is it and uh, this week we have uh, ranted on the budget and and one bad news so nothing for the nris so all you listeners out there who are downloading this from uk usa australia canada etc well this budget has nothing for nris <laughs> and this is an election budget oh yeah what will they let's be? keep them out this year is what he says chidambaram yes that's about it uh, log on to theindicast.com leave your comments there bye 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 bye